taking you through the summer. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. You're listening to Radio International with JP. JP. Hello, this is Michael Rice from the United Kingdom. You're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Bigger Than Us. Enjoy. And this is our song, Sister. Boom, enjoy. Sister! I'm Sunit from San Marino. You're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Adrenalina. Enjoy! Hot Hits Now.
Boy. The official spokesperson to the Eurovision Broadcasting Union, the EPU. You're listening to Radio International with JP. It's the Woohoo! Thank you, Linda, and hello there, and thank you as well to Sinit, representing San Marino for the second time with a song in 2021 called Adrenalina, giving you that for the next four hours. With that piece of music, she uh, got into the grand final of the Eurovision Song Contest, reaching number 22, together with the help of Flo Rider. I've got a secret to share. The hair are not real. <laughs> okay, what have you got on the show today? Pick packed, our guest of honor, the return. Of the lady that represented Serbia at the Eurovision Song Contest 2015. She sent me a little message. I'm in the gym still, but I'll, I'll, I will make it for 8 o'clock. So, for the next hour, in fact. Bojana Staminov. Beauty Never Lies. Was the song that she took into the final of the Eurovision Song Contest in Vienna. Will be with us in the next hour, together with John and Salman. Co-interviewing... The great singer from Serbia. David Mann, as usual, the Eurovision birthday file and the Eurovision cover spot to come. Dermot Manning is doing our Eurovision spotlight. It's our summer feature. It's double threes. He picked two countries and from those two countries, three songs he dearly likes. So he picked Austria as well as Azerbaijan. And then we do a little bit of a post, well, the post Eurovision Depression Cure. It's those nine, I believe, for this week. So little interview clips with the artists that we met at the Eurovision Song Contest 2022 in Turin. Either an interview or a press conference clip or at the uh, turquoise red carpet. We had the chance to chat also, little interviews we did there, with some of the artists. All that's coming your way, keeping you entertained throughout the summertime of 2022. So, this is what we're going to be doing. Taking you through the summer, this is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. And I'm going to take you back to... 2011. The United Kingdom. Hi, we're Blue, and And we're from the UK. You're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is our song, I Can. Enjoy. You were the eyes in the face of fortune. I lost my way and I couldn't find you. Oh, oh no. We're not the first ones to be divided Won't be the last to be reunited Oh, oh no
Hey, fantastic sound there. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision ex experience. And we're, do we're doing a bit of, of uh, yeah, summertime sounds coming your way. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, 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 summertime, it's summertime. Alrighty, let me say hello to everybody tuning in via the different means as there is the live broadcast each and every Wednesday from 7pm Central European Time. We are on the UK station called Switch Europe and uh, that's also relaying the show into our Facebook group Eurovision Radio International. It's the Eurovision Radio International Facebook group as well as page in the top article, the top post you uh, find the uh, post about the show today. And there's a link to Minute. Click on it and it connects you with the chat room. You can also listen and chat with the Eurovision fans from around the Eurovision, Eurovision universe. Now, failing that to, to tune live to the shows, you can always pick up the show on the weekends via Switch Essex, uh, Saturday and Sunday lunchtimes. And that starts at 1 o'clock Central European Time on Switch Radio Essex in the United Kingdom as well as on South Norfolk Radio in the United Kingdom also starting at 1pm Central European Time. Other weekdays on Fridays you get us on Go Go Radio in Gibraltar starting at 10pm starting the weekend. And we're also on home base in sunny Malta on Radio 105 across the country and the world. Failing that, download your copy from our website at www.radiointernational.tv 
Each show has its entry and you can uh, subscribe to the podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Mixcloud, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, wherever. We're all over the place. Enjoy listening to the show. Now, we played you Blue and uh, uh, that was called uh, I Can, which uh, they took to the Eurovision Song Contest in 2011, coming to you from Dusseldorf in Germany. The song came 11th in the uh, grand final. Now, Blue has a new song out called Dance With Me. Let's go and have a listen to this brand new song of Blue. On the way, right here, right now. Hit it. Through the summer with Radio International. The ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. New. New. I see you looking at me. I can tell by your eyes that you're feeling me. And I really want you to get close to me. So would you dance with me? I can see you. Speaking that universal language Love the attitude Yeah, I see you throwing You got me thinking You're the one I wanna just, just imagine us Getting up to antics I got a couple moves I've been looking up to stuff this is it is called dance with me from july of 2022 in the united kingdom that's a blue is from and it's good to see them still kicking around there now let's come up to play you the new song by Sinit featuring tori lanes and the song is called follow me Sinit once more new, new. Mine. 
And there you go, that's uh, Senet featuring Tori Lanes and uh, Follow Me, brand new song that's been released just a few couple of days ago, I must say. Now it's time for our first interview as we're going to be doing a bit of that. Here we go. Radio International, the post-Eurovision depression cure with Dr. JP. And the Eurovision nurses... The Rasmus represented Finland at the Eurovision Song Contest 2022 in Turin and they had a fantastic result. <laughs> Not as much as they hoped to be higher, but they got into the final. Number 21. Uh, let's go listen to the interview. Hi, the Rasmus. Hello. We have the very great pleasure to be speaking to you today. You're representing Finland at the Eurovision Song Contest. Well done on this. Yes. Thank you. So you guys started playing music back in 94 and you have known different decades in the music industry like CDs, streaming platforms and so on. Do you think music has become more accessible nowadays? Yes. I love the fact that I can have all the songs in the world in my pocket. It's really great and I think it's great for everyone to, to be able to, you know, if you write a song, you can just put it out on the internet and people might find it and if it's good, it might become a hit without big money, big Record production, companies. right, it can be whoever, so it's become way more fair to everyone. Now you're at Eurovision and In the Shadows was a number one hit in many of the participating countries. Could this be an advantage at the time of the voting? I think that the voting is, uh, the Eurovision is a concept that is totally in its own world and I don't think that it really matters what do you, out, what do, you do outside of the stage because Everything depends on how good your performance is, how good your song is, exactly. and how good your energy is. And Every band is just as good as their last song. Yeah. But I think we're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> But not, some people might know us because of In the Shadows, and that's yeah. a fact. If I'm not mistaken, the song dates back from 2004 or 5? Right. Yes. 2003, In the Shadows. Right. Yeah. Okay. What have you been doing in terms of music in the past years? Uh, we've done a lot. Um, after In the Shadows was a hit, like we have released five albums and uh, and last two years have been very quiet for some reason. <laughs> so we actually suffered a lot 
like every one of us uh, during the COVID times. And we, we tried to write an album together, like on the screen, on the laptop screen. And it was really difficult because we couldn't be in the same country since I live in, in America and he lives in Australia, they live in Finland and the producer was in England. So it was like, oh, so complicated to, to you know, to try to do something creative on the screen. But uh, we did our best and we got some done. But now the, the COVID situation seems to be given up. And like last week we went to Nashville to write a couple of more songs, recording together. You know, it's gonna be really great. We have uh, really good stuff coming later this year. Being well-established artists, what is the reason for taking your music to the Eurovision stage? And do you think it was the most appropriate time? So the story goes like this, that some people already asked us, some of our fans, they were asking, hey, you should go to Eurovision, and what do you think about it? And we were a bit like, hmm, we're not sure, we're not sure. But then when COVID came and Lauri came up with this good song, and he was like, and then Lauri was like, hey, this could be a song for Eurovision, what do you think? And I was like, wow, that's a good song. Like, that would be a good song in a contest, because it sounds like the Rasmus. I was really desperate to do something fun, you know. It, it was so hard just to stay in, inside the four walls at home and, and we're so used to traveling and playing concerts and feeling that energy and meeting the fans. So I thought this is at least a great opportunity for us to do something close to that. Yeah, and yeah. we've been really creative last month, you know. Yeah. The album is coming out, we have a tour coming in October, November and we've been right. really active and that, this is how it should be. We love it. Yeah, and for a band or an artist that has been around like for a long time, it's very important to challenge yourself and do something different. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, you just get on your, uh, stuck on your old habits and yeah. do the same thing all over again. So this is definitely something new for this. Something band. we haven't done before. Yes. Something exciting. Something yes. new. And unlike Empu, just the reason they joined the Rasmus, we became the guitarist last September. So this was something we had to conquer together. This was our first challenge and your first appearance on stage in the Rasmus. So, you know, it was really great. Um, it just uh, made us tight together. So for us, this is a wind of change. <laughs> and a great challenge indeed. Yes. Um, how long have you been preparing your stage performance for Eurovision? And, and what is the meaning of the balloon on stage? Well, we have been rehearsing a long, long time, but we have been also changing our <laughs> show every week to keep it interesting for <laughs> ourselves. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, we want to bring out the energy of the band. So instead of like being far away from each other and using the whole stage, we are coming very close to each other on the, on the stage as, as we were performing the song, just like we would in the real rock show. So we want to bring out the energy and show the energy also to the cameras and the people at home watching like how we're feeling when we are together and the chemistry between us. I think that is our superpower. And with the balloons we wanted to create this like birthday party from hell yeah. <laughs> effect because Jezebel, the character, is like rebellious, dangerous, but still fun. So our balloons are like dangerous, but still fun. So my next question, so I'll ask why did you pick Jezebel, which is the title of the song, why did you pick her to write a song about her? Uh, Jezebel, the title came from the Bible actually, uh, 500 uh, years before Christ, uh, in the books of Bible, this uh, person, uh, uh, this character lived and she was very interesting person, very horrible person, killer and everything, but 
at the same time she was um, beautiful and attractive and seductive so she's just the perfect um, uh, inspiration for a song and also she has a good name what do you expect from Eurovision? Uh, victory? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Regardless of the result. Yeah, of course it will be. It, this is fun. I mean, yeah, we are having yeah, fun. Happy. We've been laughing more than, you know, in the past two years. And, you know, I, I think next week will be different than this one. More excitement. and, and But it's, it's great fun, you know. We're having fun. Best of luck to Finland. Yay! Thank you, Thank you. Thank you so much. You're listening to Radio International with JP, and this is our song, Jezebel! Midnight, it's time to put your face on. Game set, a killer shocking heat. I'm just the first shot on your head list. High kicks, a predator
Oh, it's definitely my ears are cleaned right now. This is Jezebel by the Erasmus from Finland, hitting number 21 at the Eurovision Song Contest. And without further ado, as we're celebrating the summertime, let's move over to Canada for a moment, as we're going to be linking up with our dear friend and colleague, Javier Lea, next. Through the summer, with Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. And there's Eurovision nurse Javier. How are you, my dear? I'm fine. Thank you very much for asking. How are you? Good, good. Yes, yes. It's it's summertime. It's warm. It's as a heat wave fitting the area here. So we are kind of every every paper around me sticks on my arms and hands. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Same here. So yeah, we're trying to do as paperless as possible, but sometimes I still have to have a little bit of paper to write something down. But anyway, uh, yeah. you got some events to come to tell us what's happening. Yeah, so um, let's uh, begin with uh, the most or, or yeah the, the most uh, recent event, and I'm speaking about the Eurovision Party, the Polish Eurovision Party with uh, uh, sorry if I'm not pronouncing this name correctly, Komran Zimlik. So basically, this is the very first uh, festival event uh, related to Eurovision in Central and Eastern Europe. Uh, associating artists from all over the old continent who have participated in the Eurovision Song Contest. So this event uh, will be organized and hosted by Koram Zemlik, a media figure, internet presenter and former Eurovision journalist. Um, the first edition will take place in Ukula Kula. This is an internet in the inter- entertainment center in the city of Warsaw. Uh, this uh, upcoming July the 16th, 2022. So we're talking about this upcoming Saturday. The entire show will last about five hours. And then each artist will have the opportunity to present themselves for about 10 minutes on the stage. Um, the... Um, the, what I was to say is that the, the festival will consist of a concert and an event part. Will includes uh, a red carpet, media media presentation, interviews, etc. Then again, this is going to be on July the 16th, 2022, this upcoming Saturday, at the Entertainment Center uh, Miesta in Warsaw, in uh, Poland. Um, I see that some of the, the the tickets are also available uh, on the website Polish Eurovision Party. Uh, dash com sorry dot com and uh some of the artists to be there or some of the confirmed artists are are you ready jp for the list go for go for it go for it yeah so here we are Isel from azerbaijan 2018 alex panayi from cyprus 2000 and 2019 and 5 also, Andrea from this year's Eurovision Song Contest from Macedonia. Cesar Samson from Austria 2018. Chingis from Azerbaijan 2019. Dihash Azerbaijan 2017. Effendi uh, Azerbaijan 2020 and 2021. TIQ from North Macedonia 2018. Uh, Emri Israel 2017. Lukas Mayer from Poland 2018. Melvin Ukraine 2018. Mia Dimzic. Uh, Croatia 2022. I see Nadir from Azerbaijan this year's uh, Eurovision Song Contest, as well as Nadia and Sophie from Georgia in 2017. Poligenova, Bulgaria 2011-2016. Rasmussen from Denmark in 2018. Uh, Rosalie, Armenia 2022. Samantha Tina, Latvia last year, and of course the year before. Uh, Slavko Kalisic, uh, Montenegro 2017. Soundstruck Project. 
from Moldova 2010 and 2017. I also see Susi from Portugal 2014, Tulia, Poland 2019, Vladana, Montenegro 2022, and We Are Domi, also from the 2022 task from the Czech Republic. How oh, about that? Big list, big list there. Fantastic. <laughs> Super. Yes. Yeah, and we also have uh, for this month that's gonna be uh, the, uh, the the like I want the, the the most recent event, and then next uh, next month in August we have uh, the Eurovision live concert in Santiago, Portugal. Um, I've actually had the opportunity to speak about it uh, a few weeks back. Uh, just as a friendly reminder, it's going to be on the weekend of the 26th of August 2022. And some of the artists for this one are going to be, I just see uh, listed Iralosco and uh, Krista Siegfrieds. I see Sunstroke Project, Chinges, Rasmussen. Um, sorry, I see uh, Chiara from Malta in 2005. Um, I see... Uh, uh, um, Oh, what's his name? <laughs> Just I don't have the list, but out of the four photographs, uh, this is the guy who actually did Kula in 2012 for Estonia. Ot, Can anybody Ot, remember? Odd Le uh, Lebland. Odd Lebland. Odd Lebland, exactly. And the most recent confirmation is uh, um, Jamie Lee from Germany in 2016. There you go! Wow, so that's that's coming your way as well. So some 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 events to look forward to. Well, actually, I wanted to go to to Poland, but uh, looking at the flight prices, it's so expensive now in Europe, um, and uh, because everybody's going on holidays and there's not enough stuff at the airport, and that's making it difficult. So you might have to opt for a train, but then get ready to travel for 15 hours. <laughs> If you're not living, yeah, close. no, it's not really worth it, especially if it's a weekend event. So you know, because you're gonna be kind of tired, and then you're not gonna be able to really enjoy, you know, the whole experience. At least that's what I think. Alrighty. So, shall, are you are you done with uh, with these events? Shall, shall we go for Sweden? Let's go to Sweden. Here we go. <laughs> So in Sweden, we're traveling to the city of Gothenburg, uh, the famous city uh, where uh, bands like Ace of Base uh, hail from. But uh, we also have hailing from Lisenberg, Lotta Polisaberia, the single on show uh, hosted by Lotta Edenberg, who represented Sweden in 1987 with that song, Fear and Coca-Cola or Boogaloo in Eurovision. So <laughs> we had the most recent show on uh, two days ago on Monday. And for next uh, Monday, the 11th of July, 2022, we'll have a super interesting uh, lineup with uh, Linda Pritchard, who's been to Melody Festival and uh, previously, uh, we're gonna have the people doing uh, the current uh, cast of Annie the Musical, Superfems, and John Lumbic, who was who we've actually seen on the Eurovision Song Contest back in 2009 with uh, Too Late for Love, together with the Mamas. Remember that one? I'm sorry. I'm. I'm <laughs> keep going. Keep going. I, I have not been able to to follow you because I have a technical issue. <laughs> no worries. I hope every everyone is uh, listening to me well, despite the technical issue. Yeah, yeah. You, you, we can understand you, but I, I have got some 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 other technical issue there, uh, not with uh, with the output. So you just keep going. <laughs> Absolutely, JP. Thank you very much for that. And of course, uh, that's pretty much it. And uh, we then go to Stockholm. 
Let's head to Stockholm to All Time Postcanton. Here comes Javier with the details. Thank you very much, EP. So, uh, for the next uh, show in uh, Stockholm, Sweden, yes, uh, we have Alson Boskansen. Uh, the next show will be held uh, next, uh, well, the following week on July the 19th, 2022, uh, with a lineup of uh, Sahara Hot Nights, Casanovas, Linia Hendrickson, and of course, Melody Festival in 2022, Alme Tone Sekelius. Uh, who actually we saw with the song uh, My Way. Hello, are you still there? Yes, I am. Okay. And uh, basically, the last show of Asom Cancer for this month will be the following uh, Tuesday, the 26th of July, 2022, with uh, Hannah Firm and Yuni, uh, Monica Mack, Sane Hase Anderson, Thomas Stenstrom, and of course, Nane Greenwald. Sounds good, sounds good. Yes, JP. And basically, as per the Eurovision calendar for this week, this is it. So uh, we'll continue to having a look at these uh, events to see what's going on, maybe updates. And of course, uh, I'll be here with all the pleasure in the world to keep you up to date with everything going around in the Eurovision world. Super. Now, you had a music request to finish off the Eurasian calendar this week. So, what is it? Absolutely. And why did you pick this one? <laughs> yes, because I always have a music request. So, um, uh, I have to confess, uh, JP, to everyone and to you and everyone listening, that of course I actually place a lot of requests, but hopefully I get the essay one right. And this is a song that I've been meaning to listen to that I wanted to be share with you with all of you uh, since we started the report of this uh, Eurovision calendar for the summer events because it involves three artists that have actually been to Eurovision on their own rights and together. So I'm talking about um, uh, Lotta uh, Bettan, which is the other name that, that, that we know uh, for um, Elizabeth Anderson, of course. Elizabeth Anderson and of course uh, Kiki Danielson, the three of them actually joined forces back in 2002 for Melody Festival uh, with the song Vemede Du Vihar. Is it you who you want? <laughs> Alrighty, so let's have it, shall we? Yes, thank you so much, Taksumik. And always remember, it's very hard as I know that's for Melody Festival, but I had to say it. <laughs> 2002. Thanks, Javier.
Well, there you go. That is something nice and pleasant from Sweden. Uh, in fact, Aphrodite won that particular edition of Melody Festival in 2002 and then reached third place at the Eurovision Song Contest with Never Let It Go, da, 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 like, like this. And uh, But this was Kiki Danielson, Betan, uh, or Elisabeth Andreasen, and Lotta Engberg together. Vem du vel vil ha? Uh, who is it you want to have? <laughs> okay, thank you very much, Javier, for the Eurovision calendar this week. As we now head over to London, Studio 3, and there is David Mann. Radio International. Oh, I love it. Europe's number one. Yeah. Happy birthday, file. It's Eurovision birthday time once again here on Radio International and unusually our list of artists who've been celebrating a birthday over the past week includes only one who's made two appearances as lead artist on stage at the Eurovision Song Contest but we do have three Eurovision winners on the list. First though, let's send greetings to Vignir Snare Vigfusson, a member of Sonny's Friends from Iceland in 2011. To Alice Vuk or Rai, one half of Mariah for Slovenia in 2015. To Emils Balseris, a member of Musique for Latvia in 2011. To Karina Ignatian, the junior Eurovision representative for Armenia in 2019. To Russia's singer in 2021, Maniza Delrona Sangin, or just Maniza. To Nadia Rashid Oglu Rustamli, Azerbaijan's 2022 singer. And to Antonio Jose Ramos da Cruz, or Toe Cruz, Portugal's singer in 1995. Poland's 1999 representative Misek Szezniak has been celebrating this week, as has Anne Catherine Herdorf, a member of Banjo for Denmark in 1987, Loris Reynix, a member of the specially created trio Flyer from Latvia in 2003, to Lille Colette, a member of specially created band Six for One for Switzerland in 2006. To uh, this year's representative for San Marino, Achille Laro, or Laro de Marinas, to give him his proper name. To Bosnia and Herzegovina's representative in 2012, Maya Saar. To Albania's 2005 singer, Luis Eili. To Eva Rivas, Armenia's 2010 singer. And to Ulrika Banstorp, who would have represented Norway at the 2020 contest had it not been cancelled. Amongst Eurovision national finalists who've been celebrating a birthday this week, greetings go to Nora Noor from Melody Grand Prix in Norway in 2011, to Kevin Johio Rein Eres, or Johio, who took part in Sweden's Melody Festivalen in 2013 and 2014, to Irish national finalist in 2014, Owen Quigg, and to Marie Sernholt, who took part in Melody Festivalen in 2009 and 2012, and was one of the co-hosts in 2011. The only artist on our list this week with two Eurovision appearances to his credit, it's happy birthday to Omar Nabir, who represented Slovenia in 2005 and then again in 2017, both times, of course, in Kiev. And we'll hear Omar's 2005 song, Stop, in a minute or two. 
But first we must send greetings to our three Eurovision winners who have been celebrating birthdays this week. Italy's 1990 winner and the co-host in 1991, Toto Cotugno, has been celebrating his birthday. Sadly, he was too ill to attend this year's celebrations in Turin. Greetings also go to Samir El Nahal, or Ox, a member of Lordi, Finland's winning group in 2006, and to the young lady who brought Poland the second successive victory at the Junior Eurovision Song Contest on home soil in Gliwice in 2019. With her song, Superhero, it's a very happy birthday to Vicky Gabor. Hello, this is Omar Naber from Slovenia. You're listening to Radio International with JP. Na prašen zid, na slonim se, z vsomočjo upiram se. Potrkam in upam, da sploh ne slišiš me, a vrata 
od preškod da ti vse eno je. Zakaj se oba pretvarjava z njegovim poljubom si ti podpisana. Daj zbeži mi roke da se utopim Tvojem naročju lažih iskrvarim Saj reci mi stop ko oči gledam te v sajnocoj Daj zbeži mi roke da se utopim Tvojem naročju lažih And that was this week's Eurovision birthday file. Thank you very much, David Mann. In our Studio 3 in the United Kingdom. Now, we have a request for a Eurovision winner to come. And, in fact, it is uh, for the song that won at the Eurovision Song Contest 1971. <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, this, is, uh, this is amazing. And uh, I had the pleasure to meet her in 2006 when she was actually the godmother of uh, the... Uh, um, uh, the, the entry from Monaco back then. Uh, now, who was that? Who was that? Do you remember? Uh, never mind if you don't. Uh, let me go and uh, simply uh, play that piece of music now. And it's in Italian. 1971. And it's uh, all for uh, Francesca Sant'Ambrogio in Bella Italia. Severi now. And this is called Il Posto. Boyana is with us in the next few minutes.
taking you through the summer. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. You're listening to Radio International with JP. Hi, my name is Alvan. And ours is Ice from France. And you are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is our song. Hi, this is Asten from the Netherlands. You are listening to the Radio International with JP, and this is my song, The Deepta. Enjoy! This is LPS from Slovenia. You're listening to Radio International with JP and this is our song Disco. Enjoy. Serbia. Hi, this is Boyan Estemeno from Serbia. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Beauty Never Lies. Enjoy. Bienvenido al país, escondido y feliz. No permitía nadie más, hasta que llegaste tú. Contigo soy todo lo que nunca fui, las banderas blancas pondrán por aquí, mira cómo estoy, mi idea, el cielo es Todo lo que nunca fui Las banderas blancas Pondrán por aquí Mira cómo estoy libre
And that was Boyana Stamanov singing the song in Spanish, Beauty Never Lies, and the song is called El Mundo Bajo and... Uh, 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 sorry, I try that again. El Mundo Bajo Mi Pies. I hope that's the right way to say The Spanish version of a Eurovision entry that reached number 10 at the Eurovision Song Contest 2015 for Serbia. And she is back again on Radio International. Hello, Bajana. Welcome back. Hey, how are you? Yeah, Bajana is actually in the car driving... <laughs> 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 we're, we're heading from the gym we need to have our workout so now i'm um without my makeup we're playing yeah. but this is what you get so sorry for no makeup <laughs> no no don't worry you do not need makeup you, know, you never needed it because you're beautiful anyway because your beauty never lies you see <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's say hello to John as well in London. Hello, John. You already heard, we heard you laughing there. So. Hi, hi there, JP. This is London calling. Hi again, Boyana, and uh, hi, Salman. Long time no see. And Salman is back from his well-earned holidays across the United States. Uh, hi, welcome back, Salman. Yeah, hi. Very glad to be here today and that there is a second part of the interview. I didn't expect it. I was looking a lot forward to speak to you, Bayana, so I'm very happy that I can be part of it today. Me too. So, uh, well, uh, the, the, you've been to the gym today. Uh, so what exact exercises do you usually do then? Well, today was the, the so-called cardio day. So I just did the treadmill. But usually I'm lifting heavy weights and... Uh, Lifting anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fantastic! Wow. So times a week I lift heavyweights, and three times a week I have cardio. So one okay. on Sunday I'm resting. But if it was me, if I would done it one more day a week, something, something. Uh, so I'm I'm starting to to thinking about dance on Sunday. Why not? Wow. <laughs> Super. You know, this is the very first interview that we do with an artist that is actually coming from the gym, driving from the gym to, oh, to the home. We've never had this before, so that's amazing. <laughs> oh, and a cat too. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> so, uh, for, for the listeners, I'm going to explain. Uh, Boyana is walking from a car, car park uh, through a nice, beautiful green garden with a nice little cat sitting there. And uh, uh, is that your cat? Uh, yes. Well, this I'm, I'm at a friend's house, but basically, yeah, this is also so, sort of my house. They have two cats, three dogs, a lot of birds, a lizard, <laughs> uh, birds, and uh, and a, the mouse. Uh, yeah, they like animals. Oh, okay. <laughs> Breakfast for the cat as well, directly. You see that? <laughs> I want to be a cat there in your face, too. <laughs> Believe it or not, there's a small dog called Otis, and there's two cats. One of them, Sophia and Otis, are like best friends. Uh, but he doesn't like Octavia. Octavia and Otis are not friends. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of funny. It's interesting all day long. Nice. Well, <laughs> two weeks ago, you came onto the show and we talked about, of course, the Eurovision experience in uh, Vienna, at the Stadthalle in Austria there, and uh, the two weeks you spent there. And now we, we have a little bit more more questions that we actually couldn't uh, uh, ask because time was running out and you kindly agreed to come back. 
for a second session. And uh, Mark can come today. Salman is in for Mark and uh, so nice to, to have him in. Uh, but the first question goes to John. Thank you very much, JP. So, Wayana, uh, Eurovision is such a big event. Um, what inspired you all those years back, really, to decide to um, to take part? What was your, what was your big um, inspiration? I know some in some way the the uh, contest was the pinnacle of of one part of my dreams. Because when I was a little girl, you know, watching and listening to it. When you're a little girl watching the dresses, the performance, the lights, and everything, I always dreamed of a big stage. So, when I got the chance to do it, I first I was a bit afraid, and I was like, oh, "But I don't think I should do it because that's a quite a big deal." In Europe, people—I don't know—the people from around the world understand that Eurovision is quite a big deal. So, it was a big deal, and. Uh, the right song came, and we were like, okay, let's go. So I had a good team around me, and, and I don't know, it was a dream of mine. Ah, oh, fantastic. That's great to hear. Um, okay, I think the next question we have is Salman. Mm -hmm. Hi, Boyana. So how did uh, your participation at Eurovision affect your career? Uh, do you think it would have been different otherwise? And um, uh, second part of this question, uh, you were also like hanging around a lot with the other ex-Yugoslavian artists at uh, Vienna, like Knees, Mariah and Daniel. Were there also some kind of collaborations after Eurovision with them or are you still in contact with them? Mm -hmm. um, well, my career after Eurovision changed a lot. In the sense that I met a lot of uh, friends from Europe. Uh, I was invited to a lot of events, like one of them is right now. So uh, I got a lot of operations uh, with uh, festivals and uh, cities and countries travel. Of course, Eurovision is. <laughs> As I already said, the best audience there is, fans. Uh, but my career in Serbia uh, changed the way I was now. Not just one of the men, she's just one. She represented us at Eurovision. So it's like you're a part of some sort of championship. So it's, it's a really good. Uh, as for the Knees, Maria, Daniel, uh, yes, we. Uh, we, we, uh, you're breaking up a little bit in between. Uh, we, we, we're losing you a little bit. So can you repeat the last sentence again, please? And as for Knez, Maria and Daniel. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, uh, we did a few shows together. Sometimes we participated in the same TV show. For example, in March this year, I was a special guest uh, at Maria's uh, concert. She's really, I don't know, she's a real star, you know, she's great. She's uh, humble and funny, very direct, so um, really uh, very real. Uh, also, Daniel is such a humble boy, humble man, a very good singer. Knez is uh, someone who I know from my childhood. So whenever I see him, especially since I lost weight, he was like, oh, you're a queen. 
How did you do? <laughs> He's very, very cool and very good singer and a very, very professional, uh, high professional musician. His daughter, I don't know if you know, his daughter is the hurricane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the hurricane is now as new, uh, younger singers. All right, super. Now, uh, next question is from for me. It's coming. Uh, it's to do with Eurovision 2022, this year's contest, and uh, uh, Constructor represented Serbia. Um, and uh, what was what actually is your impression about this year's Serbian pre-selection, and uh, also about the Eurovision itself? Uh, how how did you follow it this year? Well, uh, pre-selection, I followed. Uh, I followed it from home this time. I- part of the, the jury which was very for me i was glad actually because i got to watch like uh, regular and i was very happy that we had a lot of songs we had a variety of songs from which to choose and really it was quite uh, interesting this year to be quite honest because usually in every country somehow in advance you feel or know just uh, I don't know somehow you know that that performer or that song has bigger chances and you know this time is quite different in the beginning when they presented their song mm. but when Dr. or Anna came to stage uh, she sort of hypnotized people because it, she's arty she's very arty and you repeat and watch what she's doing and listen to watch what is she saying so you have to come but i think that was quite interesting it was very different from uh, every previous selection that we had and the subject of the song everything everything sort of clicked and of course uh, we were very proud to send her to eurovision and i met her actually a few days ago for the same show She's like, I don't know. I have so little time. I'm all performing. I don't know what happened. We just recorded the song. It's kind of crazy. I didn't know just this crazy. I mean, it's good, but it's so crazy. People know me. People sing the song. And she's very, she's very, very good. And yeah, she really likes it. And I, and I told her, honey, when you get on this poster, it's a rock. I didn't I didn't hear the last last bit again you were breaking up oh yeah 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 the question for me is answered yes uh, so I give uh, the word to Salman yes uh, so um, could you imagine to come back to Eurovision and participate again one year uh, one, one day Okay, I would love to see a vision of my life, but with the right song, of course, I'd like to be, I don't cares, I would like to be part of that party, and more time, and this time, I would be much more relaxed, and I would be enjoying, because 2015, I was a soldier, I just... I didn't have time to enjoy Europe. I realized that I participated only a few months after. I was like, oh my God, is it your vision? <laughs> <laughs> But yes, 
course. I would love to. Yeah. Maybe uh, another question to this topic. Um, you just mentioned that Constructor had a completely different song. So in case you would participate again, would you also like to do something completely different? Or do you think it would be good to have something in the style of Beauty Never Lies? Well, this time I would do something to do something. A little song. Maybe write my own song. That would be. Salman, you still there? Yeah. All right. I think the next question is for you from from uh, Alexander Sanchez. Yes, JP. Okay, yes. And, uh, some artists return to the Eurovision Song Contest in uh, one way or another. Would you return in the near future and would you love to perform, perhaps for another country? Would that be an option for you? And uh, if not a singer, would you be doing songwriting or coaching, vocal coaching or, or whatever? In which form would you like to come back? Well, uh, if I have to return to performing because that's the greatest feeling ever but uh, i wouldn't mind being a, a songwriter or a vocal quote a black folk to be quite honest um because uh, being behind the scene sometimes it's, it's much more hurting or your your health the artist you're contributing and as for the participants or some other country I don't know, why not? Maybe it's it for a duet song, or maybe something that you have to be a bit of a time to participate. No? Do you? Okay. So then it's over to John. Thank you very much. So, Wayana, you've been involved in music for a long time. How did you make the choice to have music as your career? And who were your idols or musical heroes growing up? Oh, uh, I, uh, in the beginning, made me because my father is a musician, and I was always surrounded by musicians. Singing is it came naturally, uh, but my father insisted for me to finish classical guitar, so I do play classical guitar. Now a bit less than before, but I know how to read and. I Uh, sort of thing, educated musician. But um, later on in life, as a rebellion, my father, who did, did insisted on his music, rock music, and all music, I started listening to uh, David Bowie, Michael mm -hmm. Jackson, um, and then uh, I discovered female editors, editing. And Sandy on Rock Perry with the Houston, you know, all the big voices, the, the beautiful voices. So, in a way, I listened to them and always dreamed of being on the big stage and singing big power ballads and like, all the thing and remember. So, that, that's, I think I did a lot. I, I sort of made a dream come true in a way. 
Okay. Fantastic, fantastic. And now we have a question coming in from Montreal in Canada from a listener who's in the chat room, actually, called Javier Leal. Now, uh, we're talking about a song that we're going to play after this question, and it's um, the collab you did with Alexa Yelich for the song Ludi Mladi. How did it come about? And would you be willing to perform a track like that one? Because Javier thinks you'll be a perfect fit for it. Uh, Alexa and I met uh, well, 10 or 12 years ago. Uh, he recorded an album and he did that vocal for the live concert that he made for the promotion of the same album. And then he realized that I'm a good singer. <laughs> Would you please, uh, on next album, would you be like interested in maybe singing not like back, but it's not a duet, something like in between? I need that power voice, and I was like, yeah, of course. And uh, I don't know if you know that Alex's are quite famous rock musicians in Serbia. They have bands, band called You Rupa, and uh, he's sort of a, a child from a famous rock musician, it's like easy uh, Top. A child that's Alex <laughs> in Serbia and Yugoslavia, and um, I was like, okay, we'll record it, and that's how that collaboration uh, was made. Yes, of course, I would perform it or record oh that's amazing thank you very much and i think jp that's the cue to play that very song definitely by alexa yelic and boyana stamanov from 2011. Mm -hmm. break time
It's Alexa Yelich featuring Boyana Stamanov, our guest today on the show for a second time. And this is called Ludi i Mladi. Crazy and young in English. This is the English version of the song uh, from 2011. Speaking to the stars of Eurovision on Radio International with JP. And we're talking to Bojana Stamanov, who represented Serbia at the Eurovision Song Contest in 2015 in Vienna with Beauty Never Lies. But uh, Bojana, well, that was a lovely piece of music and a nice upbeat, happy number. Uh, can we get more of that, please, from you? <laughs> You know, the lyrics of the song is uh, crazy and young, of course. The whole life's ahead of us. Um, put the roof on the car. Uh, actually, the roof of the car and just drive. It's it's only one life, you know. It's just let's go crazy. It's really, really thank you for a song. <laughs> young people, That's... I'm not a, that young anymore, but still I like to, sometimes I do like to play that song. And I forgot about that song. Oh my God. Yeah. Thank you. But, but this is a good thing about about doing this radio show because we are digging out uh, songs of the Eurovision artists that otherwise we, nobody would listen to anymore uh, because we don't know. Uh, but with this with this show, we, we actually research a bit and and find those treasures. Actually, that's nice. You remind us of that song because we're uh, during the process of our work. Sometimes you forget some songs. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was a feel. It's a feel good song actually. Uh, but Salman, you you uh, follow that on with a nice question as well. Uh, yes, uh, Boyana. Many people don't know that besides singing, you also play instruments. So can you tell us about which instruments you play and uh, when did you start them? Well, I was a pro when I started playing guitar because my father, I have a lot of guitars. In and my father uh, one day caught me play, playing with the guitar. He was like, okay, hold it like this and play like this. Oh, you have a talent. Oh, we're going to have lessons. <laughs> so... I to play classical guitar uh, when I was in early in uh, uh, school, regular school. I learned how to play um, a flute, uh, uh, but I know only the basics. I know the basics uh, playing the piano, but basically I'm a classical guitar player. And in the meantime, I learned how to play, of course, classical music, blues music, uh, um, pop music, whatever I can manage on the guitar now. I'm a, more of a singer, but uh, actually, I also know how to play Renaissance lutes and kinds of um, Arabian lutes and instruments because I used to play medieval and Renaissance music. So I know a lot about that kind of music. Actually, today we were talking about it. And uh, my colleagues are sometimes fascinated how much I know about music history. And I really do like what I listen personally is bar Baroque music and Renaissance music on the Renaissance and Baroque lute. You should try it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good in playing CDs or MP3s these days, not, not <laughs> one instruments. <laughs> You, you know how to play something also. That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I listen to music 
Informations about physics are quite available to us now. If all of us here present right now remember, just a few years ago, there wasn't, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, YouTube or Deezer or Spotify, whatever. Now music is everywhere. So we have to use those informations to broaden our horizon. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I think... uh, Stand from John yeah. in London. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you guys. So, besides singing and instruments, you all, you're also an actress, I believe, uh, acting in uh, plays for children at the Bosco Bucha Theatre in Belgrade. Um, which do you actually prefer, singing or acting, and uh, why? <laughs> well, you know, there's a actors and singers is in singers. All actors want to be singers, and all singers they would really love to act. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so it's sort of a, 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 a huge disease. I would really love to act somewhere, and they, uh, well, I acted in children um, shows, and it was quite an experience because children are the most honest audience you could ever imagine to have. <laughs> they have honest reactions, and you cannot lie to them. They believe in situations in a, in a show, so quite. Uh, you know, you have to be very careful. And of course, uh, yes, I would like to act somewhere. Uh, I would like to act in a musical. Maybe I'm lucky. We have a really, really good musical theater in Belgrade. And I'm trying to uh, get uh, Dream Girls. I would like to be Effie. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe someday, but they're always asking me, why don't you play in some musical? Why don't you play in some musical? I was like, I'm like, okay, invite me. I know how to act. Or at least I think I know. I would like to act. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but a lot of my colleagues, and they always told me, you should have been an actress. And so, because sometimes I can. I can really be good at it. But when I'm on stage, when I'm in my shoes, you know, I'm feeling comfortable. Stage is a place that you can, if you are a real artist and what you can relax and really do your thing. That's the stage is forever, you know. Oh, fantastic. I think I'm quite shy. I'm quite like, okay, but when I'm on stage, it's like, I don't know. Different person. <laughs> I can't believe you're shy. No way. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot imagine that's quite when I don't know people around me I'm like okay hi my name is Diana <laughs> <laughs> you are a very good actress actually you see there's a proof of it <laughs> once I get comfortable like with uh, you right now uh, you know you are your vision not only fans but you, you know you know things and you are sort of a, a family. So mm. when I'm relaxed, with that I feel good with, I can talk like this. Mm. Super. <laughs> that's, that's really nice. <laughs> and the next part of my question, or the next question I have, is uh, the year after that you recorded um, the album with Alexa, you took part in the talent show, Yai Mam Talent, which for those who don't speak Serbian, means I have talent, literally. Serbian yeah, which uh, what what convinced you to take part in um, in the in, in this reality TV show, and um, what did it teach you about the sh- about the uh, music industry, for example? 
Oh, well, this was the greatest lesson to be learned, actually, because the current band that I was with at, at that time, we were talking about having more gigs and what to do to be more, um, to have like a marketing move for uh, broaden our audience. Whatever. And uh, the band that I played with then, they were already famous to play with our stars. They had a lot of uh, gigs and a lot of performance, but uh, they all agreed that it was a shame for a vocalist to have enough to perform. And what would we do? What could we do? So we decided to do that show for marketing. We didn't have questions or to whatever. We just wanted to show up on a TV so someone would send and festivals, whatever. Uh, I cannot say that at that point it was good, but I wasn't ready for it. I thought, okay, we'll show up, just people hear us, uh, we'll have more gigs, of course. Then we got to the first thing, and we got to the final, and we got to go, I was like, oh my god, okay. I didn't just so I'm consuming and so I don't know. You know, every metal, every situation has a different point with different sides. And um, as much as it's a sort of a joy ride, it was for me. I didn't have a. Serbia is a small country. I have a manager or an agent or an agency or whatever. I have to do everything on my own, to do the interviews on my own to appear on every social event my own, to have uh, every time we dress, every time something new, and I was, you know, specific because of my hair, because of my look, and I really tried to do that all on my own. So it was difficult, but again, if it weren't for talent, there wouldn't be your vision later on. So it has its good and bad as everything in life. But it was quite an experience for me because I learned how to handle reporters, televisions, shows, press, how to do my, uh, how to do work. Mm. Yeah. Fantastic. And now, uh, JP, I think we have another song. Yeah, it well. actually takes takes us to the, to the year of 2012 when you took part in this talent show. Um, you, you collaborated with Pookie uh, because the song is called Spinning and uh, the Nocturnal Groove. Uh, how, how did that collaboration with Pookie come up? DJ Pookie is quite a guy. He's a very, he, he's a DJ still and he's the same as he was 10 years ago. Uh, he's a really good uh, he has a really good knowledge about Deep House and he needed that power voice he uh, was like I need something like Jocelyn Brown sorry for the dogs around me <laughs> uh, he, was, he was like I have a song we should try it and that's how it's spinning and there is uh, another song two, we did two songs there's no need to be shy and spinning you said we'll hear spinning now mm -hmm. I'm spinning My head is spinning, my head is spinning around. So enjoy the song. That's how he collaborated. He just needed a power word. <laughs> JP, so, take it away. Let's have the song. <laughs>
listening to a preview from Nocturnal Groove. Featuring Boyana Staminov and Spinning, the original mix, the Nocturnal Groove from 2012. From our guest Boyana Staminov, who represented Serbia at Eurovision in 2015. Now, for a moment when I was listening to this song, Boyana, you rem- this reminded me so much of of a soul diva, like like uh, uh, Aretha Franklin. Uh, was yeah. it, it really just came to my mind, wow, it sounds like, like her. Um, and it's a, re- a huge artist, this is, as well, um, Aretha Franklin. But uh, w- was she like an animation for your music as well, for singing like that? Actually, she was. Uh, when I appeared on Serbia's Got Talent, Serbia immediately uh, gave me a nickname, Serbia and Aretha Franklin, because of the voice. And yeah. uh, I always liked Aretha when I was a little girl, because, uh, you know... I met Aretha from the movie Blues Brothers when she sang Pink. And the uh, apron and slippers, you know, like, you know, and she was like, wow, wow. You know, she was like so powerful and she was threatening to the guy. Mm. I always liked because she was sort of chubby and very um, strong. And I really liked her voice. And then from then on, I listened to her. So, Yes, one of the role models of those colors is definitely Boston music and Aretha Franklin and uh, Jocelyn Brown. Yes. Uh, Etta Jean. You know, th- those power, power, power voices. I really like the music. So, yes, throughout this song, Spin, I heard a lot of Boston soul power voices. Wow. Wow, indeed. Uh, now let's go over to hear the powerful voice of Salman. <laughs> Not as powerful as Boyana. <laughs> but um, uh, my question is, uh, did you already know since a little child that you would want to become a singer? And uh, uh, what would have you been if you would have been not a singer? Did you have any other like uh, uh, wishes for, for, for your future? Well, honestly, to be quite honest now, if I think about it, I don't know if I... If I'd be if I weren't a singer. Uh, I have a lot of talents. I know to do a lot of things. Uh, I like to do to make things with my hands. I like how to knit, crochet, make figurines, make cakes, or whatever. I would maybe be a patisserie. How to say it, like making cakes and yeah, uh, patisserie chef. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pastry chef. Maybe that, but because I like to decorate, I like. It. 
which is quite untypical because I, I'm not a fan of sweets. I'm more of a salt. Of a savory fan. Savory, yeah, savory girl. And uh, I don't know, my mom always said that, you know, you first started seeing, then you started seeing. I don't know if that's true, honestly. <laughs> because always, you were a baby and when you went to sleep, you were like, you, you, you love yourself to sleep. So, I don't know, singing for me is something quite natural. It's where I feel most, uh, you know, at home-like. So, I don't know if... Mm. That's a very good question, to be quite honest. I never thought, what would I be if I wanted to sing her? <laughs> <laughs> and besides singing, what are your hobbies nowadays? So you just mentioned, do you also cook a lot or do you do some kind of like uh, special hobby fans don't know right now? <laughs> well, these days I am writing my own songs with my own band uh, because this time doing my own music. And my hobby these days is writing songs, uh, going to the gym, <laughs> riding a bicycle. And sometimes I like to, uh, well, my hobby is actually, I'm doing more. That's a hobby, isn't it? Uh, what was it? Yeah. You're doing what? I'm doing nails. Nails. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh, nails. Oh, I get it. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Ladies' nails. Because I'm uh, being a perfectionist and being an artist sometimes can be counterproductive uh, because uh, you know uh, you're not satisfied. You're never satisfied, and that happens happened with my my nails. So I started doing my own nails, and now uh, if I have someone to complain to. I can complain only to myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I my nail art, and uh, nobody does nails as I do them. I even painted, I don't know, because I'm a Marvel fan, and I really adore all Marvel comics, movies, and everything. Uh, I did uh, Venom on my nails. Wow. I painted Venom. Or, I don't know... Um, Thor, yeah. Hulk! Uh, that's yeah. my hobby. Actually, now I'm having an Avengers bag that I got from a friend from France. She was like, oh, happy birthday, and she sent it to me. And uh, it has a little green, um, like, um, puffy thing. Because she's like, you're Hulk, because I'm going to a gym. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's my hobby. Among other things, I can do nails. So if I ever stop singing, well, dear, I can do your nails. But I don't, I don't, I don't do toenails. I don't know how to do those nails. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned earlier that you have changed a lot in in the, in, in the last years. So if you look back um, at your personality now and 2015, and you could give any advice to the Boyana of 2015, would you advise to do something different or would you say um, you have done every, everything the way you would like to also today? Ooh, if I meet 21-year-old Boyana, I would say, please trust your gut, your reason. Because I do tend, tend to overthink things and then I usually do 
opposite of what I feel. It doesn't seem that bad, but when you see the long shot, yeah, it, it is. But uh, I always saw it in a difficult way. I trust my uh, gut more, it would be much easier. <laughs> All right. So next question is back to JP. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I would. Of course, some, one of the things DJs always want to know if artists are working on new material. You mentioned you are, uh, have a hobby that's songwriting. Uh, you're a musician. You are doing also theater. Uh, can we expect new material from you in terms of music that you are putting on the market soon? Yeah, soon uh, I'll have a band uh, which is under my band. And a cement event. We're doing for the first time, I'm doing my own music and writing lyrics for the music. Just yesterday, I recorded a song. So uh, I think last time you had some exclusive news for me. Now, this time you'll have it also. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a very personal song for me. I called it Where Have You Been? And it's a song that's telling about uh, rediscovering yourself and meeting yourself. Uh, in a different way for the first time and just saying out loud I am in love with myself so everything is fine perfection is sometimes an illusion and it's it, and it's an elusive thing but with a smile on my face I can say that I'm very proud of myself because I really am honestly I really am I had a matter of not exactly life and death but you know I could go fights and everything overweight and whatever and I just chose somehow to to love myself so I recommend it to everyone even my song from Eurovision was sort of a motivating aspect of what I've been through you know so I I believe uh, it doesn't matter if it's my song or a song that is made for me if I don't believe in it I, I, I cannot sing it the way I do mm. Now, will that song be released as well as a, as a download uh, a song for for the fans to to, to, to buy? I hope not, not as soon as, but I think maybe autumn, winter, because we would like to release the whole album. We have uh, five songs that are fully done, and maybe three or four more. Do you have any wish to want to hear some of my album that I some covers maybe? Yes. Give me a suggestion. Yes. Give me a suggestion. Suggestions you want from, from us. Uh oh. <laughs> yes. yes. Maybe not now. You can think about it. And we'll be hard to it Because we already have our phones. But if you have some wishes now, maybe I can suggest it to the band. But here comes a question to you then, uh, because it, we, we have a, a, a segment on the show called the Eurovision Cover Spot that's coming up in the fourth hour with my colleague David. And uh, uh, so he picks up artists from, Euro from the world of Eurovision, or even not Eurovision as well, uh, who, who cover Eurovision songs. So which Eurovision song you would definitely want to cover? Mm, that's a question... Well, uh, I don't know if, how to cover it, but I would like to cover, uh, well, I would know how to cover it, but I would like to cover uh, ABBA, definitely. Waterloo mm -hmm. for me is like, I don't know, when I hear Waterloo, that's Eurovision for me. 
somehow. And the Spanish song, oh my God, I can't remember that. Bandido. 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 By Astro Camoreno. I really like that song. I don't know why I love that song. And uh, one more. I know there's one more. Um, not that's not our song, but I would like to uh, maybe do the cover of um, uh, how many times? Teardrops. Teardrops. Only teardrops. <laughs> Emily the Forest. Teardrops. Okay. Wow. So yeah, you see now you got already three songs you can cover <laughs> that you can like to, to put on the album as well. And uh, well, I, I have a look through my list and think, uh, think you know, in the swimming pool in the mornings, you, you got nothing to do but just crawling through the waters. And then my brain starts thinking, and then oh, what song could Boyana be covering for the album? So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that tomorrow. Is my mission tomorrow? And then uh, I hope I can I can get I, I can uh, get up to something there. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. You. Uh, so, so yeah, the album is. Is there any already a timeline when you would would like to release it? it uh, to be quite honest, we have a sort of a deadline with our uh, uh, publishing house, uh, and uh, for me, that's quite a distance. Uh, it will it will happen much earlier. We have a deadline. It's December 2023, but I can't wait that long, and I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> So I really do hope that by New Year's uh, we'll have the whole album out. Super, and then uh, then keep us posted about this as well, and then we're gonna tell the fans uh, on the Eurovision World that there is a new album by Boyana Stamanov. Wow, fantastic! In Eurovision song, it would be soulful and blues and. A bit of, of mix of everything there. That that uh, do do you actually also do do uh, ballads? You sing ballads too. Well, uh, this song that I recorded yesterday is sort of a. It's a okay. I can sing there's a small snippet. Where have you been? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where have you been, girl? Something like that. Wow. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, we got one more question, and that's uh, from uh, from John to to you, and then we have to part company for today. I'm I'm, sad, I'm sorry. No. Oh, indeed. So the last question we have is, uh, as we always say here on Radio International, once a Eurovision E, always a Eurovision E. Do you have a message for everybody listening in from all the various uh, means out there in cyberspace and also in the chat room? Do you have a message for them? I have only one message. Thank you. Oh, princess, never change. Never stop loving. Because the connection song that we find ourselves in can go away or just come from into the music. So, dear Eurovisioners, stay true to yourself. Finally, you can say, yes, you're it so. <laughs> fantastic well fantastic Boyana <laughs> our studio audience Salman you have one more quick question 
Uh, yeah, maybe uh, you just mentioned that also Knees complimented you a lot uh, about losing your weight. And I think it's a really great achievement. What advice do you have? Because I think a lot of us need it now after Corona time. One minute we have for that. I just have one advice. Go to a gym. Listen to your coach. Eat healthy, drink healthy, then you think healthy, you live healthy and listen to music. Wow. And dance to it. So that's an additional workout. Boyana, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a real pleasure. I want to meet you again at some place sometime in the Eurovision world. And uh, thanks to John and Simon as well for co-interviewing. Thank you thank so you much. Thank you for having us, JP. Big, big thanks pleasure. Thanks uh, play, play, Playing out with one of Boyana's requests and it was Kness with Adios. Bye bye. summer this is radio international the ultimate eurovision experience with jp hello this is hobie star from israel you're listening to radio international with jp and this is my song made of stars made of stars silver fragments fall from Italy. We are listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song, No Degree of Separation. Hello, this is Yust from Latvia. You're listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song, Heartbeat. Poland.
Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. I'm here. Hi, I'm Petra Mede. And I'm Mons Selmerlöv. And you're listening to Radio International with JP. Thank you, Mons and Petra there. Welcome back to our third hour already this week on Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. A big thanks for Bojana Stamanov coming back for a second time. The lady that represented Serbia at Eurovision in 2015. And also to John and Salman for co-chatting with me, with the singer. Now, in the first hour we had the Eurovision calendar with uh, Javier Leal. As well, we had the birthday file. We had an interview with Erasmus, in case you missed it, from Finland. And some new material as well by Sanit and Blue. To come is the Eurovision News with Nick Van Leet. Or Nick Van Leet, it's Dutch, so they don't say the. <laughs> Just <"t." laughs> uh, That's coming away. And uh, he's got a new song, a collaboration between uh, two Eurovision acts from 2022. And then the second part of this hour, we'll be uh, linking up with Dublin in Ireland. And our master of speech, Sir Dermot Manning in Ireland. More Eurovision 2022 PED Cure interviews and clips in our fourth hour. And we got the new song by Tusse coming away as well. We have some of your requests and more little interview clips to come. And of course, the Eurovision birthday file with Sir David Mann. All that's on the way. 
Now we started off in this hour with Poland's entry to the Eurovision Song Contest. Ich Toje represented Poland already in 2003 with Keine Grenzen. Uh, in 2006, he teamed up with the real McCoy. The song Follow My Heart failed by just a few little points to get into the grand final in 2006 for Poland. It ended up number 11 in the semi-final. And, but now Ich Toje and Project X is uh, on the market again with a new song courtesy of Krzysztof Miszkowicz. I think that's, that's how to say it. Krzysztof Miszkowicz. Uh, and Nizu uh, Kai Ni, and this is brand new out of Poland. He said, JP, you've got to play it. Your wish is my command. It's Europe's number one Eurovision show, Radio International, for all the fans of the Eurovision Song Contest. New. new.
Francesca Santambogio in uh, Milano. She said it's a cover of an 80s German song. You're absolutely right. And you know, I'm also hearing this the first time. Treszkow Miskovic from Poland said, you ne- you've got to play this. This is the new song by Ich Toje Project X. And it's Ni Zukia Ni. Okay. And thanks to modern technology, I was able to get that German song. Now, which one do you think it was? It was a hit in 1984. It was a, ba- a big number one by a lady and her band that even topped the charts in the United Kingdom with the song 99 Red Balloons. 99 Luftballon in German. This was one of her follow-on singles there. And uh, actually, I just found the, the long version. We just uh, make it a bit uh, shorter. Uh, let's see. Any idea yet? Francesca, you got it right. This is, this is truly amazing, this. Uh, uh, Nena, and that one was number one in 1984. And I was so happy when I had finally got hold of the uh, vinyl copy of that uh, that piece of music. And when I went home, I said, I've got to have to bang it on the record player, if you still know what records are these days. Vinyl singles. But then some years later, another person joined Nena to sing this song in English. Now, Nick is with me. Hello, Nick. Uh, uh, you, can, you can speak. It's, it's microphone is open. Uh, do, you, do you know who, who Nena recorded the song with in, in English? Absolutely. It was Kim Wilde. Yes, indeed. And let's have a little bit of that, and then we're going to do Eurovision News. <laughs> Francesca was writing, is there an Italian version of this song? I have no idea about that, uh, uh, if there's an Italian version, but maybe uh, give it to Moniskin to cover. Maybe <laughs> they make a, make a huge hit out of it as well. <laughs> okay, it's time for the Eurovision News. Uh, that was, by the way, any place, anytime, anywhere. And that's Nena with Kim Wilde.
now on Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience, it's time for the very latest Eurovision news. And there we got Nick joining us from ESCXA.com, melting away in his apartment, 29 degrees, he told me uh, just before we came off on air. Uh, So how are you coping with this heat? Um, Well, good evening. not i'm not coping uh that's why i'm gonna move house so uh this is gonna be the final broadcast from this house i can tell you oh so that's good. okay um um but yeah just about nana and kim wilde that is my favorite song of all time so uh love it that collaboration i was nine years old at the time i loved Ooh, it so. wow and that's thanks to to this polish friend who's been sending us this uh this new song of, of ich treue and project x to play and that just triggered it all to bring it bring it back to us how nice I was know. that oh, fantastic wow yeah. Kim Wilde, of course, a huge 80s star herself. Nena on the German sector, and then she breaks into the the US and and UK charts as well. Uh, just just a fantastic. It is absolutely brilliant. Kim Wilde said she wanted to do Eurovision a couple of years ago, but yeah, that was in the time when Bonnie Tyler and Engelbert Humperdinck did it. So you know, the has-beens in the UK wanting to do it. I don't think they're going to select her now, but yeah. Ah, what a pity! What a pity. Well, anyway, give us some Eurovision news, please. We're hungry for that. If there's any good stuff, let us know. Yes, there absolutely is because um, we have a record on our hands, lovely listeners. Israel have selected their artists for the Eurovision Song Contest 2023. Noah Kirel will represent them. Um, it is a record. The only artist ever to be announced earlier than this was Lena back in 2011, but she was a returning artist. So she is the first ever new artist, um, the earliest announcement. Uh, she beats the Dries from the Netherlands in 2011, who were announced on the 15th of July. Uh, Israel's public broadcaster Khan announced that Israeli pop star Noah Kirel will represent them at the Eurovision Song Contest. She was selected from an initial shortlist of 78 artists by a 10-person committee of music professionals and Khan executives, with Noah being the first choice. Kirel is the first Israeli act to be internally selected uh, via this committee to represent Israel since 2014, when the Israeli Broadcasting Authority, the IBA, internally selected Mai Feingold. However, this committee has been known to select popular artists, and they have selected Ilanit, Rita, Dana International, so they know what they're doing. Uh, Kirel has been a major player in the Israeli pop scene from a young age, releasing her first single, Medabrim, uh, which translates to words, at the age of 13. Since then, songs like Killer, Million Dollar and Tridili Tralala have made her a staple in the Israeli music industry. Uh, Since 2021, she has started to pivot towards building a career outside of Israel, releasing fully English tracks such as Please Don't Suck, Thought About That and Bad Little Thing. So Noah Kirel is a big star in Israel and she is going to Eurovision. We hope, because yesterday she also put out a statement saying, yeah, we're still considering, but we might still do it. So... Probably knock it out to um, Eurovision 2023. In the Netherlands, the voice of Holland winner Danny has plans to submit a bid to represent his country at Eurovision 2023. Um, Danny won the voice of Holland in 2021 and he will submit a bit. He says, it's a dream to do Eurovision, but then I want to give it my all. I will submit a song, but it's not going to be my full focus. I want to fix my team and get my career in order. Then if I do Eurovision and it all goes smooth, it will be much more fun and I assume I will do much better. Um, He revealed that he was 
part of the final four to be selected for 2022 before the selection committee in the Netherlands went for S10 uh, with her song De Diepte. Um, so Danny has released songs such as Het Komt Wel Goed, so also in Dutch, um, meaning that the Netherlands may be looking at another Dutch entry for 2023. Um, other countries are also looking ahead with North Macedonia's head of delegation reporting on improving her country's results at the contest. Mary Popova has presented uh, broadcaster MRT with a proposal to improve the country's Eurovision results and she has written five key points to determine how North Macedonia can do better. First point is reviewing the timeline saying that um, MRT should start preparing for Eurovision no later than September and the need for greater clarity in the selection method. Also, a greater delegation is necessary uh, as the delegation is too small and constantly changing without any uh, stability in there, according to Mary Popova. She says it has always been a headache. The budget is point number three, where she says, you know, low funding for Eurovision is an obstacle to our country's participation, and that is a possible reason for our poor results in recent years. There also needs to be a clear marketing plan and a public relations committee in order to make sure that North Macedonia do not end up in any more controversy for the Eurovision Song Contest, as we have seen flag issues in the past two editions, with Vasil's music video containing a Bulgarian flag last year and Andrea throwing a North Macedonian flag on the ground this year. So flag issues have been a bit of a thing in North Macedonia. So Mary Popova says we need a public relations committee to make sure that we are better equipped to deal with any scandals that might arise. Uh, MRT are still discussing whether they will accept all of Mary Popova's suggestions. Good news for our neighbors in the South, JP. Belgium have confirmed their participation in 2023. Uh, it is back to Flanders. VRT will take back the country's reins. Um, of course, RTBF, the Walloon broadcaster, represented them in 2022 with Jeremy Marchese and, and Miss You finishing 19th in the grand final. Um, Belgian broadcaster VRT have confirmed their participation now. The selection method that will be used has not yet been confirmed. The Belgian media have reported that VRT are considering a national final. Last time Belgium did a national final was back in 2016 and Laura Tesora won the selection and flew the flag to Stockholm. And Belgium then finished in 10th place. Um, reported host would be Niels de Stadsbader and Peter van der Verde has stepped down from his morning show on MM Radio. He has been a frequent face at the Eurovision uh, team for Belgium. Um, so Belgium are, will be there in 2023 and at this point, I want to mention the host city, but we don't know. But we do know that a very solid bid has come in uh, three days ago with the city of Bristol launching their This is Bristol calling campaign as they fly to become the host. The mayor of Bristol, Marvin Rees, has launched, launched their bid during Bristol Pride with the YTL Arena being forward as a potential host venue. Marvin Bree says, we have the space, man. So yeah, there we have it. The Sam Ryder mention of the week is here again, JP. Um, so yeah, that is Bristol calling. Aircraft hangars to an arena. That is what they want to do. Uh, 17,000 people are going to be uh, uh, possible to put in the arena. 
And we now know that 15 cities have put in a bid to host Eurovision. Uh, I'll just go through them once again. Aberdeen, Edinburgh, Sunderland, Leeds, Sheffield, Birmingham, London, Brighton, Glasgow, Belfast, Prada, Liverpool, Manchester, Wolverhampton, Cardiff, and now Bristol. So the BBC have a lot to choose from for next year. This weekend, there is a big Eurovision party in Poland. Uh, they have a star-studded lineup with many, many acts coming on. Uh, Icel, Caesar Samson, Chingis, IQ, Dihaj, Mir Dimsic, Effendi, Poligenova. Uh, you can go through the entire list um, with people like Tulia and Vladana as well on there. The Polish Eurovision pre-party will take place in Warsaw with 24 artists. And ECX.com will, of course, attend the event. So we will be there. We will provide you with coverage. Uh, the Hula Kula will host the event and there are still some tickets on sale so head over to our website to find a link to buy you some tickets if you're in Poland or want to go there for the weekend. Also in Poland, Jamala is set to take part in the Polish version of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, latest reports have, saying, have been saying that she will take part in the show. She has already done so in Ukraine where she finished in 9th uh, but now she will do so in Poland to raise awareness for the situation in Ukraine. Moving to the Eurovision Music of the Week. Um, Blind Channel have released a new albums, album called Lifestyles of the Sick and Dangerous. So it is uh, 11 tracks full of nostalgic trip into pop punks. So that is what you want from Eurovision. Uh, S10 has teamed up with the Netherlands' most beloved band, Bluff, and they have released a single called Lapsbos. They performed it together for the first time at concert at Sea, a big event in the country, uh, and they will release it as a single as well. Um, Montaigne is back with a song called Die Before You. Uh, that is also an interesting one to check out if you want to. Senit! <laughs> Who can't forget about her? Senny is back, her track is called Follow Me, she released that together with Canadian rap star Tori Lannis. Um, she has promoted it all over social media, so you've probably seen it pop around. Hattari are back with a song title in Icelandic that I'm going to try to pronounce, it's called Dansid Eva Deid, which will probably mean dance or die. Uh, so Hattari are back with what you uh, would expect from them. Best uh, film cast are from this year, Rakastan and Rakastar. I love uh, and then the final one JP that I'm going to mention and I know that we will hopefully be hearing that afterwards is a collaboration between two 2022 stars Urs from Romania and Andromachi from Cyprus have released a song together called If You Were Alone or with the Stamia Sue Greek influence summer vibes if you want a summer song by two Eurovision stars, this is the one to go to. It's called If You Were Alone, Stamatia Su. And that is the Eurovision News of the Week, JP. You did really well. Thank you very much, uh, Nick. That was really nice delivery. And uh, we're going to play the song, of course, in just a few seconds. Hola, mi baby, baby, was us. Uh, from Romania and a lovely summer tune from Cyprus with Andomaki. And uh, If You Were Alone is coming up. But... Remember, just before we had, we talked about this song, this Nena song, yes, which linked us up from this Polish uh, uh, Ich Troje Project X, and uh, 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 Francesca on the chat she said, 
there is an Italian version of it and she, she put my nose on it. Let's have a little listen to it. It's Pietro Lombardi, who was actually a young singer in Germany, but with uh, Italian uh, descent. And he features Giovanni Zarella in there. Ci Serai. Let's go and have a, just a little listen to that uh, to, to uh, find out how it sounds like in Italian. I tell you what, I'll keep it on the playlist for next week and we're going to be playing that one then in full because it's a nice summer tune as well. It's a bit of a Yeah, wedding. Giovanni Tarella has covered more of these. He's also done um, Nino D'Angelo, who represented Germany in 1989. He sang, uh, what's it called? Something with Eden in German. Uh, Jenseits von Eden. Jenseits von Eden, and he did that in Italian, La Valle del Eden. Wow. So there's yeah. lots to, to, to do in the next few weeks to, to bang that on the, on, the, on the music, and it's so nice to, to be able to do this and, and, and share that with the fans. Nick, thank you very much for coming on. Let's listen to that new song. I haven't heard it myself yet. The new song by Urs and Andromaki, and If You Were Alone, and I'll see you next, next week. See you next week. Ciao. New. New. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. Wanna run away? Give me all your love, let's not be patient. Got one thing to say. Since I met you, baby, life is not the same.
beautiful piece of music there from uh, uh, Urs as well as from uh, Andromaki. They uh, teamed up together to Eurovision 2022 artists in collaboration If You Were Alone. And that's uh, out of the press there. Thank you very much to Nick van Liet for the uh, uh, ESCX.com Eurovision News. And without further ado, we're heading over uh, into the summer uh, time right now with... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I had to laugh while talking. Into the summertime city of Dublin right now. Let's go and uh, chat with our, our dear friend. Uh, yeah, it is Dermot Manning. Taking you through the summer. This is Radio International. The ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. <laughs> Eurovision Spotlight on Radio International. This week... Dermot Manning is back. Hello, Dermot. Welcome back. Can't wait to hear your voice. Thank you, JP. I was nearly texting my name to you there. I thought you might have forgot. <laughs> I like forgot it there for a moment. <laughs> no, it's I me, it's Dermot. I'm waiting. I know. I can hear I <laughs> No, I just had a, had a cough. Something tickled my my vocal cord, and then uh, uh, I had to to just for a moment fade down the fader, and and uh, uh, just uh, then I had to remember your, your your name really quickly as well. Of course, it's it's Dermot. There's no it other Dermot like yours. That's really, really ours, is, good. ours is called here in Ireland sometimes Dermot, which is, of course is the Irish version of, of Dermot. Oh, yeah, you have that same. You have the same. Uh, uh, so so you you can switch it to the Irish version. If I'm speaking in Irish, it's Dermot, Dermot O'Manin, yeah. So my name, oh. my name, my name changes if, it's, if, if I'm speaking in my native language. But I was christened, I was, well, I was actually legally christened Dermot, so that, that is my actual name. Okay, otherwise it would be spelled D-U-I-R. D-I-D-I-A-R-M-U-I-D, Dermot. You oh, know Dermot oh, Furlong, oh, you know Dermot, <laughs> don't you? Uh, who, which one? Which Dermot? Dermot Furlong, the president yes, 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 of the yes, yes. for many years here in Ireland. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so he, he spells his name, he spells it the Irish way. Ah. But, uh, but I, I'm, I'm just Dermot. Okay, dog. Dermot, you, you picked uh, the summer feature this, this year, a couple of nice countries. And But first, how, how actually is Dublin uh, these days coping with the summertime? Hot, hot, hot. I think it's hot everywhere in Europe at the moment. And uh, we, as we had, I mean, weirdly, I have a sister who lives in, in Brisbane in Australia. And uh, it's, it's one of the weird things is it's never, ever warmer here than it is in Brisbane. I mean, no matter how warm it gets here, it's like 35 or 40 in Brisbane, you know. And yet it's, it's weirdly at the moment we're, we're having one of our hottest spells of weather in years. And Brisbane's having one of its coldest. So my poor sister is freezing down in Australia. And we had like, even last night at midnight, it was still 21 degrees here in Dublin, which is unheard of. I mean, you'd never normally get 21 degrees during the day in summertime in Ireland. So to get it like at 12 o'clock at night is just really strange, you know? And we're looking at going up to 30 degrees this weekend, you know, which is, inc I mean, the record hot temperature for Ireland is 33. It's never been hotter than that in this country. So the fact that we're going to be nearly 30 at the weekend is nearly our record highest ever temperature. And I'm looking at the United Kingdom, they're looking at maybe even 40 degrees at the weekend. I mean, it's, I mean, something is not right with the weather. It's just too 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 hot <laughs> well yeah they all say about this global warming and so on but also i'm, I'm wonder uh how well how, how warm or cold the winters will be now 
Uh, that's, we'll see, uh, we'll see. Yeah, exactly. But it's, I mean, it's also the fact that I mean, if it's this hot now, the seas, the, I mean, the seas will be much warmer this winter than they normally will be because they're getting so much heat in at the moment. You know, that, and the seas they keep the heat much longer than the land. So it'll be interesting to see like how warm now the seas are, and that and that'll mean much stronger storms in the winter time. So we see a lot more, you know, very very hurricanes and typhoons and all sorts. So I think I think it is it's a problem. It's a problem, but. I mean, I'm sparing. I'm thinking of all our friends down in Spain and Portugal in particular. I mean, it is just crazy hot down there at the moment. Mm. Yes, indeed. And and uh, just uh, drink a lot of water. And we have to treasure the water as well. Uh, as we should treasure the gas as well. <laughs> because there's <Yeah>. gas shortage <laughs> everywhere now these days. And uh, uh, yeah. But keep keep yourself cool as much as you can. Dip, dip into the pool if you can. If there's a pool or a lake uh, around you. And uh, yeah, just... Uh, yeah. Don't get a stroke or heat stroke. And enjoy it. And enjoy the enjoy it. It's, it's lovely. It is lovely to have it. So you can sit yeah. in your garden and do your work out there. It is nice, you know. So, I mean, we could be normally give out about the weather all the time in Ireland. So it is lovely when you can really get a nice spell of weather as we have at the moment. Super. All right, we got six songs to squeeze in t- uh, in 22 minutes. Let's do it. Perfect. Well, I know we're doing the summer feature now, which is uh, basically we're looking at all the countries that take part in Eurovision. And we're basically just taking two a week. And we're taking our three songs, not necessarily our favourite songs or songs that have won the contest, but just songs that either you know, stand out for each of us, these are us, us, comment- us correspondents or contributors that come on every week. And um, in my case, I'm sort of looking at the songs I feel best represent the countries in question and um, so the two countries I'm looking at tonight because uh, we're in the A I think we've done two of the two of these weeks already haven't we JP yes, so we yes. would have done Albania Andorra Armenia and Australia so if you're doing um, your, your alphabetical order of Eurovision countries you'll know that the next two countries also begin with A and it's Austria and Azerbaijan and uh, so we're starting tonight with Austria, a country which made its debut in your native nation, JP, in Frankfurt in Germany in 1957 in the second Eurovision Song Contest. And since 1957, Austria has participated 54 times in the contest. It actually is one of those countries that's actually missed quite a number because we're at 66 contests, I think, aren't we? And, um, and I know Austria is one of those countries that's missed quite a number over the years. They didn't go to Madrid in 1970, then they missed a number of years in the the 90s and other years in the 2000s so it doesn't have a quite as a good a record as say somewhere like Germany or the United Kingdom and in that time Austria has won the contest twice and they won of course in 1966 and they won most recently with Conchita Wurst in Copenhagen with of course Rise Like a Phoenix so Austria and they've staged the contest twice both times in Vienna so as it's looking three songs in them tonight and the first actually uh, we're going to look at is a song by one of the most successful participants from Austria in the 60s who of course is who's that person it is of course Udo Jorgens Udo Jorgens who represented Austria in 1964 in Copenhagen with the song Volum Volum which of course and then became Walk Away a very successful song in, in English uh, sung by Matt Monroe and he then also he won the contest in Luxembourg in 1966 of course with Merci Cherie not the first song actually uh, that Austria would enter with a French language title and we'll come back to that in a few minutes but the song we're going to listen to tonight is a song that was the representative for Austria at the 10th Eurovision Song Contest in Naples in Italy in 1965 a contest of course that Ireland made its debut in the, con- the song has a title in German Sagi ich lass sie grüßen now I don't speak German but JP what does that mean in English? Um, 
tell her that uh, I pass my regards on to her. Exactly. I I, I did a quick Google uh, translate just to make sure you're right. Tell her I send my regards <laughs> is how that translates. <laughs> and it is a song, uh, as I said, represented... Um, it came fourth in 1965 for Udo Jürgens. I actually think it's a, a, the nicest of his three entries. So let's listen to Psyche Eklas Sigurdsson, the Austrian entry in Naples in 1965. Dann von mir spricht Erzähl ihr Das was du willst Nur die Wahrheit Die sagt bitte Bitte nicht Sag ihr Ich lass sie grüßen Sag ihr Es geht mir gut Sie ging fort, fort von mir Und sie weiß, dass nichts mir blieb Trotzdem sag ihr, ich hab sie Beautiful piece of music there out of 1965. It was Austria's entry for Udo Jürgens, who sadly passed away uh, three or four years ago at the age of 80 and still uh, singing until his last days, basically. Sagir, ich lasse sie grüßen, hit number four. We're with Dermot in Dublin. Over to you, my friend. And as when he actually passed away, JP, it was actually just before Austria would host the contest in Vienna in, in 2015. He died in December 2014, but very nicely at the very opening of the contest in uh, Vienna in 2015. They remember they had the orchestra there and they actually played part of Messi Cherie and then a picture of Udo in the background as well, which was a very nice touch. Anyway, um, if, if Udo Jürgen sort of dominated the Austrian participations in the 60s, one man dominated Austrian participation in the 80s and that man is of course Gary Lux because Gary Lux I think has the record because he's basically been involved uh, with Austrian entries six times at the Eurovision Song Contest and the list is in 1983 he was part of West End that performed Hurricane 84 he was backing singer for Anita with the song Ein Fett Weg he will come back to 85 in 87 he sang himself with Nur Noch Gefühl in Brussels he was in Mill Street in 1983 backing singer for Tony Vega singing Marie Magdalena and his most recent uh, participation was also in Ireland in Dublin in 1995 at the 40th Eurovision Song Contest when he was a backing singer for Stella Jones with Die Welt der Sie Wekert 
but the most successful uh, song he uh, entered in the Eurovision Song Contest was his own song uh, which he performed in Gothenburg in 1985 I mean a song that absolutely typifies the Eurovision genre of peace love to everyone but there's literally the children of the world Kinder Dieser Effect the entry for Austria in 1985 Nice, I really enjoyed that piece of music, even bought the vinyl record back then in 1985. Austria's entry hit number 8 at the Eurovision Song Contest with Gary Lux und Kinder dieser Welt. Dermot is with us in Dublin. Always like that song. I said, nice to hear Gary Lux again. Anyway, I mentioned there that Udo Jurgens won the Eurovision Song Contest for Austria in 1966 with a song with a French language title, Merci Cherie. And 50 years later, after Udo's victory, Austria would send another song with a French title to the contest. Uh, the contest was staged in Stockholm in 2016, and the Austrian entry that year was sung by Zoe, Zoe Straub. And her song is called Loin d'ici, Far From Here. And it is a song in Unlike Merci Cherie, which was only had the title in, in French. This is a song that was in French. Quite why Austria uh, sent a song in the French language is, well, it's up to... I think, I think Zoe Straub actually went to a French language school in Vienna, I think is the reason for that. But actually, it's a song I always like. So let's have a listen to Loin d'ici, the Austrian entry, not the French entry, in Stockholm <laughs> in 2016, sung by Zoe Straub. Austria. 
music there that is very cleverly done as well Zoe and Loin DC the Austrian entry at Eurovision 2016 in the global arena of Stockholm it hit number 13 in the grand final over to my dear colleague and friend Dermot in Dublin well our second country we're going to look at tonight is Azerbaijan or as Linda Woodruff calls it Azerbaijan um, and of course Azerbaijan made its debut with Eurovision 51 years after Austria uh, in 2008 they turned up in the Belgrade as we all remember El Nuren Samir singing day after day uh, a song that came 8th for them actually anyway but the first song we're we'll going to listen to tonight is actually I think it's a very good song from uh, one of the few very very good songs from Azerbaijan and it's a song that was entered in Moscow in 2009 the song Always sung by Aysel and Arash Aysel she was actually Azeri Aysel Teymurzadeh and Arash who's Arash Labath who's actually Swedish Iranian a song was one of those songs I always love these entries JP that have like 19 songwriters uh, this one has Arash himself Robert Ullman John Bearhall Marcus Engloff and here we go Alex Papa Constantino I think that's how you pronounce that but this is a song that did very very well for Azerbaijan came third I think in Moscow the song Always 2009 Azerbaijan
Wow, that was instrumental break there. That, that is my favorite part of the song. I just go, go, ape when this is on. <laughs> it's always by Aizel and Arash from Azerbaijan, number three at the contest in Moscow's Olympiski back in 2009. Dermot, over to you. I mean, Azerbaijan really arrived at Eurovision with a bang. When you look at the results, I mean, they came eighth on their debut in 2008. That song we just heard always came third in Moscow. They were fifth in Oslo with Sephora and Drip Drop. They won the contest in Dusseldorf with Alan Nicky singing Running Scared, albeit actually with the lowest score ever under the old uh, single 12-point system. Uh, only an average of 5.6 uh, points per country, actually. A lower, a lower average even than uh, Bobby Sox got in Uh, 1985 and then they were fourth in, in Baku itself when they staged the contest in Azerbaijan with the song When the Music Dies by Sadbina Babevia by Babeyeva sorry get that right but the song we'll listen to next is I think the best of all the songs that Azerbaijan have entered the contest and actually one I think that should have won the contest they shouldn't really have won with Running Scared but for my money they should have won it in 2013 in Malmo when Farid Mamadov sang Terrific Hold Me and came runner up in the contest in 2013 And it's on the way. Azerbaijan. Farid Mamadov and Hold Me, number two at the Eurovision Song Contest 2013 for Azerbaijan. And I fully agree to my colleague um, Dermot with, uh, that it should actually have won the Eurovision back then in 2013. Wow. Last song on the way, my friend. What have you picked? 
Uh, it's interesting actually JP because really after that song it was kind of like the, the, the end of a run as it was for Azerbaijan because uh, after that in 2014 they only came 22nd in 2015 they were already 12th 2016 17th 2018 um, sorry 2017 they were 14th and then they didn't even qualify for the final in 2018 in Lisbon that was Isel singing Across My Heart but they got back into the top 10 the last time Azerbaijan have actually been in the top 10 in 2019 when of course we were all in Tel Aviv in Israel and the song here is a very good song called Truths it was sung by Shingiz Shingiz Mustafayev is his name and again as always with, with uh, either the songwriters for Azerbaijan are either Greek or they're either Swedish and you tell me we have a Baroslav Milanov Shingiz uh, himself Trey Campbell Pablo Gennaro Hostess and Joachim Persson I think Joachim Persson is a well-known Swedish songwriter but as I say this got back into the top 10 for Azerbaijan it's sung by Chingiz. it's a song called Truth Thank you very much Dermot for the slot for this week and uh, looking forward to have, have you on in, in the next few weeks again Absolutely I think back in August or sometime in August Perfecto Let's enjoy Chingiz and that one hit number 8 in 2019 for Azerbaijan Here we go summer this is radio international the ultimate eurovision experience with jp
Hello, this is Sean and friends from Iceland. You're listening to Radio International with JP, and this is our song. Yes, coming, coming home. Enjoy. Cause I can't Jedward, and we are from Ireland. You are listening to Radio International with JP, and this is our song, Lipstick. Enjoy. Peace out. Sweden. Hi, this is Toussaint from Sweden. You're listening to Radio International with JP, and this is my song Voices.
Summer with Radio International. The ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Hi there. Welcome back to the fourth and final hour this week on Radio International. The ultimate Eurovision experience. Tusse kicked us off. Or Toussaint. He's uh, Swedish, uh, originally from Congo. Represented Sweden at Eurovision 2021. And made number 14 with the song Voices. It's got a new song out. Brevet Fran Lillian. And it's nothing to do with Lillian, our dear friend and colleague in Stockholm. I hope not. <laughs> She's enjoying her holidays. But anyway, we're going to hear that song, of course, in a few moments. David Mann with the Eurovision cover spot. And a little bit more we're going to do of... The post-Eurovision Depression Cure Dose number 9. Eurovision 2022 in Turin took place in May. We have set some interviews left and little uh, clips for the artists we want to share with you. And also we got some new releases and some more requests to squeeze in as well. 50 minutes to do that. We'll, we'll do our very best. Now here comes the first request. From Robert Wahlström in Gothenburg in Sweden. Now he'd like to listen to an oldie. Oh, it's so good to have oldies on the show as well. It's good to dig out the, the occasional one there. In fact, 1977 it was the Belgium entry. And that Belgium entry hit number seven. It's called A Million in One, Two, Three. And that's performed by The Dream Express. And that's on the way. Radio International. Eurovision Gold with JP. Here we go. Belgium. 1977. For you, Robbie, enjoy and dance along. Just 
to me it sounds a li- little bit like a, a song from the Jacksons there in the 70s. That was 1977, the Belgium entry. Uh, Dream Express and a million in one, two, three, uh, hitting number seven. And that was a special request for Robert Wallström in Gothenburg in Sweden. And now, as promised, let's go and listen to that new song by Tussle. New. new. This is, and that is his new song, Brevet von Lilian, and that's uh, just been released over there in Sweden. From Sweden, we move back to Bella Italia, where the Eurovision Song Contest 2022 took place. Let's do a little bit more of this. Radio International, the post-Eurovision depression cure with Dr. JP. is the Czech Republic out the turquoise carpet. Now, guys, how do you feel to be part of this event on the carpet and, of course, in the Eurovision Song Contest? Oh, it's very exciting. Great. It's our first uh, turquoise red turquoise carpet, not red turquoise carpet. Turquoise red carpet. Yeah, yeah. It's, our, it's our first uh, red carpet. So, damn it, turquoise carpet. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's very exciting. And I'm also very happy to finally see all the other, um, all the other uh, contestants. contestants. Yeah. Talking about that, uh, Eurovision is all about music. 
music as well as uniting yes. Europe. That's the idea of it. Uh, with which countries did you unite most? Okay. That's, that's impossible. Yeah, it's hard to say. We've been at all of the pre-parties, so we've uh, gotten the chance to hang out with these people for so yeah. much now. And yeah, we've actually made loads of good friends, so it's kind of hard to single out someone. Okay. Well, we can we see can... someone standing here, for example, Andrea from Macedonia. Yeah, very, we're like one very of the first close. people we met, so we're very close with her. And, uh, yeah. Also, first guy we met was Stefan from Estonia, so we also connect a lot with him because we started our journey kind of like in the same space as him. So. Thank you very much. All the best of luck. Take care and enjoy. Good luck Thank on the stage. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's We Are Dami from Czech Republic. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is our song, Lights Up. The Czech Republic. I lost my soul, forgot my way. There's no mistakes that I've not made. Change is hard and I'm alone. Say my how you grow Try changing jobs Try changing lovers Changing my furniture Change my bed covers I change my heart But there's not a chance So turn the lights off Where are you now? Dummy, Lights Off is the name of the song. 
They made it into the grand final of the Eurovision Song Contest 2022, charting at number 22 as well. It brought them luck. Where are you now? Righty, as we continue. The Eurovision Song Contest 2022 on Radio International with JP. A nice piece of music that was sent in from Switzerland by a huge guy there called Marius Bear. Let's go and listen to the interview that one of our colleagues did with the singer. The next country coming up is Switzerland and we're meeting Marius. Hi. Hi everyone. Hello. Hi. So you're representing Switzerland this year with a beautiful song. Could you tell us a little bit more about your entry and about yourself? Hi, I'm uh, Marius Bay. I'm 29 years old. Uh, I started as a busker uh, with music when I was 22 and uh, yeah, now I'm here performing uh, my song Boys to Cry at the Eurovision Song Contest in Turin. Could you maybe cast your mind back to when you first started performing as a street musician? And hey, for me, I started to sing when I was 22 in Swiss Army because a soldier of mine told me, bro, you've got an amazing voice. And then he took his guitar out and was like, and we were jamming. I love singing. There's something so beautiful and, and it reveals me. And so I started to be a busker and uh, I cancelled my military service <laughs> and uh, I... Uh, yeah, I became a, a busker and yeah, and now I'm here. And what made you change your career path from being a construction machinery mechanic to become a street musician? It, it was the army service because in Switzerland it's, uh, it's uh, compulsory to go to Swiss army. And I met some musicians there because I was never in touch with music, but like me, my own singing songs. Uh, and I just felt, okay, I like it and I think I've got a good voice, so let's try. <laughs> so what is your song about? It's Boys Do Cry. The message of Boys Do Cry is um, being an emotional man. I'm, I'm one, 190 high and like 130 kilos. <laughs> and, uh, and I love to be emotional because I don't think it, it takes away from my masculinity. And I think it's... Uh, and especially in these days with so much toxic masculinity around us, it's important to 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 try to be yourself and be go go through the world as a neutral personality with love for for everyone. And that's my message of Boys to Cry. How did you get involved with Eurovision? Hey, uh, I always watched it since I was a child, but I never thought, okay, let's go there and be at, on the stage. I always just because in Switzerland it's a thing like ski races, you know, like your whole family comes together and you watch ski races. And uh, I nearly saw every Eurovision uh, contest. And then it was during Corona, I was thinking about my career, where should we go as a team? And then like this theme of, of Eurovision came up and I was like, okay, let's try it. Why not? When, then, then, now, isn't it? <laughs> Switzerland holds a great record when it comes to Eurovision. Um, Switzerland was one of the favourites for two years, finishing third last year and winning the, uh, the jury vote. Now, do you feel some extra pressure because of that or do you rather try to focus on everything what's going on here? Of course I do. Of course I do. I mean, I mean, John Steers did such an amazing job uh, last year and also Luca Henny, he was fourth the year before. So there's pressure. 
But I think I've got a really special song, which is so different for a Eurovision Song Contest, because it's so sm small and it has a really strong and a special message. And if I'm able to bring everything together and bring it into your living room and you can feel the warmth inside you of Boys to Cry, uh, it will be a great moment and uh, we will be somewhere on the top, hopefully. You have just released a new album that also contains many up-tempo entries. Why did you opt for a ballad for Eurovision? Hey, because it's... Uh, for me, I'm a fan of, of doing the opposite what they tell me to. <laughs> so, you know, I love to be... I love to be different and, and... Like, my biggest strength is really to be emotional and go deep. I'm not a really dancer, you know? I'm, I'm not a really movie person so I, I go for my strengths and my strengths is to create this little little vulnerable mood where people should feel and the love which 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 said uh, which transports the song and that's why we went with boys to cry uh, you gave a great showcase performance on swiss television of your song that was truly beautiful just you singing plus a keyboard and do you think simplicity of staging is important for you to get the message of the song across Yes, I think simplicity is really important for this song because it does the opposite than a lot of different, uh, a lot of other Eurovision songs because mostly Eurovision is about showing off, like, look how great I can sing, look how, I can, how high I can sing, look how good I can dance. And Boys to Cry, it, it makes a mood. It's not about me. It's not about me in this moment, it's about the audience, about giving them this little thing in their in the, in the heart where they feel warmth and love straight through into their um, living room and, and give them like a three minute hug and that's the only message for Boys to Cry and that's my job here. You might be familiar with the song from The Cure, Boys Don't Cry. Now who's right in the end? Hey, I think I'm right, <laughs> because boys do cry, and it's something so uh, self-sustainable. Is that one self-sustainable? Natural. Natural, it's something so natural, we, we, we don't have to discuss about it. Can we get the short rendition of the entry? In my room lives a boy who could be blue and the hearts they got broken god only knows why and sometimes aeroplanes fall down from the sky and mountains they crumble and rivers they run dry and oh 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 oh, oh, oh. Boys do cry. Thank you very much, Marius. Best of luck to you in Switzerland. Thank you. Switzerland. Hi, this is Marius Bear. I'm representing Switzerland with my song Boys Do Cry. And you are listening to Radio International with JP. Blue, and you might never know 
he's cavalier He would share more than a crocodile tear If you go Oh, oh Hearts, they got broken God only knows why And sometimes Aeroplanes Fall down from the sky And mountains, they crumble And rivers, they run dry And oh, oh Beautiful piece of music there by Marius Bear from Switzerland. And that was our little uh, post-Eurovision Depression Cure Dose number 9 from the Eurovision Song Contest 2022. The song reached number 17 for Switzerland in the grand final. Right now, let's go and uh, do three Italian songs now. Well, one of them actually was not performed by, Itali by Italy at the Eurovision. Uh, but it's a language version we're going to play. But first, let's go and uh, reflect ourselves back into this year, in fact. 1985. Radio International. Eurovision Gold with JP. Italy.
Albano and Romina Power, their second appearance at the Eurovision Song Contest was back in 1985. That song called Magic or Magic reached number seven, and they, they did it previously in uh, uh, for Italy. Uh, let me let me see. I tell you that. I have to research a little bit. But there is a, a re-release uh, coming up. Uh, Albano on solo singing sempre sempre and that's a, a re-release lot of the press from Bella Italia new, new. new. enjoy come vorrei vorrei amarti meno e invece no
Albano by himself without Romina. Sempre, sempre. Was released, re-released just a couple of days ago there. And it was a hit for Albano and Romina Power in 1986. And both together did at the Eurovision Song Contest 85 with Magic or Magic. And then they previously did also 1976. Hit number seven with Noi, uh, Lo, oh yeah, Riventiremo di Nuovo. Nuovo. Is that? Yes, I think that's it. <laughs> Italian is so, so bad. Anyway, let's now play you a song from Monaco as we are one more time doing this. Radio International, Eurovision Gold with JP. And it hit number 13 for Monaco back in 1975. Special request for Alexander Sanchez in Bilbao in Spain, who was always trying to challenge me a bit. He says, uh, surprise me with any song from the 50s, or from the 60s and 70s, or 70s, um, uh, uh, any song, not a winning song though, and in the Italian version. Okay, so it's uh, the Monaco Mon Monegasque entry from 1975 called Une Chanson, c'est une lettre. And uh, Sophie recorded that one, performed it at Eurovision under the... Uh, uh, it's the, the, the uh, Italian song now. Well, she did it in French, of course. The, the Italian version now for you, Alexander, is Una Canzone, right here for you. con noi per qualche sera finché un giorno lui chissà dov'era non con me ma soppiando un po' non mi lamento perché il tempo dà ragione al tempo se un ricordo in più finisce al vento pensa che una canzone la canti fino a quando ti va se poi ti sta La vita è tutta tua Quando me ne andai da casa mia Dietro mi portai malinconia Quanti giorni da buttare via Consumai Se ho sofferto un po' non me ne importa C'era il mondo lì dietro la porta Se la fantasia Tu 
Alexander Sanchez in Bilbao in Spain. Hope you are satisfied now. We played you the number 13 sound from the Eurovision Song Contest 1975. The Monegasque entry by Sophia in French. The original version was Una, uh, une chanson, c'est une, une lettre. And uh, the song itself, Una canzone in Italian. There you go. Radio International. Oh, I love it. Europe's number one. Yeah. You're listening to The Cover Spot on Radio International. Welcome again to the Eurovision Cover Spot here on Radio International. This week we're going back into the Eurovision archives and back to the song that competed for Sweden at the 1982 contest in Harrogate. Written by Lasse Holm and Monica Forsberg, the duo Chips had performed Dag Efter Day or Day After Day at that year's Swedish Melody Festival in Gothenburg and were runaway winners. Group members Elisabeth Andreasson and Kiki Danielson had finished in second place at the previous year's Melody Festival, performing then as Sweeter Chips, while Kiki had finished joint first at the Swedish final in 1978 and had come in fourth place as a member of Chips in 1980 as well. With the success of their song in 1982, the ladies recorded a successful album as Chips called Having a Party and toured Northern Europe, but they ceased performing as a duo shortly afterwards to concentrate on their respective solo careers. So let's go back to 1982 and a special edit of that year's Swedish Eurovision song in an English and the original Swedish version with Day After Day, here are Chips.
Chips with Day After Day, Sweden's 1982 Eurovision song that finished in fifth place on Jan Leeming's grand final scoreboard in Harrogate. We're in the middle of the summer outdoor sing-along TV show season now in Sweden with Sanna Nielsen again hosting SVT's Alsang Skansen and Lotta Engberg again hosting Lotta Parliseberg from Gothenburg's Liseberg Amusement Park on TV4. Lotta, like Elizabeth Andreasen and Kiki Danielsen, had also won Melody Festivalen and represented Sweden at Eurovision, in her case in 1987. If you're looking for a catchy sing-along song for your summer sing-along television show, then Sweden's 1982 Eurovision entry fits the bill perfectly. Here's Lotta leading the proceedings back in 2018 and featuring some rather, shall we say, variable vocals from individual members of the audience featured on camera on Day After Day. Engberg and the audience in Gothenburg in 2018. Day After Day also made an appearance, albeit only briefly, in the first programme of the 2022 series of Alsang Perskansen, and there it was covered by 2022's Melody Festival and winner and the country's representative at Eurovision this year in Turin, Cornelia Jacobs. 
Here's Cornelia turning back the clock to 1982 with Day After Day. What a nice cover spot yet again. Thank you very much, David Mann in Studio 3 in the United Kingdom. And uh, that was uh, nice uh, chips. We had uh, Lotta Engberg and we had Cornelia Jacobs doing Dark After Dark, the uh, Swedish Eurovision entry from 1982 that reached number five. Hello, this is uh, Eva from Slovenia. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Veriamem. Enjoy. 2012. Slovenia. For the Hawk in London, he wanted to have the Slovenia's entry from 2012. Sadly, that one did not qualify for the grand final, but it's a great song. And after that, we're going to hear the new one of Eva. <laughs> U njegove since Kislo vuk jemne joj Prespomina zluknja mi Ometlani Kao teče priseća sam Ver ja mam da znova Ujila se bova Yeah. 
great song. Thank you very much for your company over the past four hours on Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. Thanks to Boyana Stavanov, to John, to Salman, to David, to Dermot, and to you for listening out there on the Radio Land. And of course, as well, thank you to Javier Leal in Montreal, Canada, for the Eurovision calendar. Playing out now with a new song by Eva Botto. That was Veriamem, which hit number 17 in semi-final two. Sadly, it was, uh, although it, it, it deserved a, definitely a place into the grand final, it was in 2012 in Baku. New. Eva's new song is called Nosem da Gres, which means I don't want to go. Well, I don't want you to go. <laughs> All right, but we have to go. After that piece of music, we'll see you again at the same time next week for another edition of Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. Have a fantastic weekend. See you next week. Bye-bye. Go and-